Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about security. But first, if you're interested in learning more about some of the projects that I and my team are working on, we'd be happy to share information on these upcoming projects. We have projects in new construction apartments, residential subdivisions, large-scale land development, and storage, just to name a few. This is not a solicitation for investment. Any future investment would be by prospectus only in compliance with SEC rules and is open only to accredited investors. For a definition of an accredited investor, visit the SEC website. And to learn more, send an email to info at victorjm.com. We'll provide you visibility of our upcoming projects. Again, send an email to info at victorjm.com. On today's show, we're talking about security. We all know that thefts can and do happen all over the country with alarming regularity. Sometimes the thief gets caught in the act, but that's pretty rare. Smart Thief is pretty adept at doing their business when people are not looking. So we've learned to invest in security systems. Cameras can be one of the best tools in seeing what happens. These are complex systems that you can't just forget about and hope they will cover you when a theft occurs. There's a trade-off in all of these systems. And on today's show, we're going to take a look at some of those trade-offs. I'm going to start with the story of a building that we were renovating in Philadelphia. This building was being completed shortly after the concrete had been finished on another brand new building immediately across the street. This newly finished 10-unit building had security cameras covering the front entrance of the building. The video server was housed in a locked utility room in the basement. The security camera installed on this newly finished building was looking down the steps at anyone entering the building. It was also looking at the rear entrance of the building under renovation immediately across the street. And sometime on the weekend, when nobody was on the construction site, someone entered the building under renovation and stole all the copper in the building. A review of the security footage showed someone who was wearing a sweatshirt that had the logo of the concrete company that had just finished working on a brand new building, entering into that building under renovation and stealing the copper. When we showed the camera footage to the owner of the concrete company, he wrote us a check for the stolen copper. I have no idea what happened to that employee. He might have lost his job or maybe had to repay his boss. I don't know. But I do know the security camera showed enough detail in broad daylight to solve a crime. We have another project with an RV park having about 20 security cameras. The total project is on a 17-acre site, and therefore there's a trade-off between seeing details and seeing as wide an area as possible. Digital video cameras come in all shapes and sizes and capabilities. The standard high-definition cameras, it turns out, are not all that high-definition when you want to zoom in to a small area of the image and, for example, read a license plate number. When you're capturing a video image, video consumes a huge amount of disk space. One technique to save disk space is to use a lower frame rate. That works well when you're capturing someone walking in the image because walking is pretty slow. And if you capture at say 15 frames per second, you're still gonna have a clear image. You'll also consume three times less disk space for the same elapsed time. But if someone is speeding in a car, 15 frames a second is gonna look like a blur. Some recording systems use motion detection to decide what should be saved for future review. The theory goes that keeping multiple copies of a stationary image that doesn't change for hours is wasteful of disk space, and I would agree with that. But it also requires that the motion detection sees enough of a difference between frames to actually detect the motion. And sometimes at night, in low-light conditions, cameras fail to detect the motion. But then even if they did, it's questionable whether they would show enough detail under the cover of darkness to catch the thief. There are very high definition 4K cameras on the market in the past year or so. 
These cameras are about triple the price of a regular high-definition camera, but they offer the possibility of capturing much more detail. We had the theft of a pressure washer from the RV park, and we could clearly see the theft on multiple cameras. But the theft was in the distance. We could see the make, model, and color of the car that was involved in the theft, but we could not read the license plate. The cameras did not have sufficient resolution. So, subsequent to that theft, we upgraded the camera at the entrance to the park in order to read license plates even at high speed. The other problem is having effective cameras at night. Under the cover of darkness, even the most sophisticated cameras have trouble seeing details. Some cameras try to compensate for this with additional infrared lighting, but here too, the range and the power of the infrared lighting is very limited. If you want cameras to be an effective tool for capturing a thief, you need to see them up close and with good lighting. So part of a security system design involves forcing the thief to pass by a camera at close distance and with good lighting. It's not enough to have a camera or even 20. If the thief stays in the shadows or far from the camera, you're going to have a hard time seeing anything on the recording that will correctly identify the thief. And finally, there are pan-tilt zoom cameras with optical zoom capability. This allows you to keep a very high-resolution image over a very large distance. And by zooming into the area of interest, you can see much more detail. If half of your image is the sky because you're covering a large area, you're not making great use of your camera. But the optical zoom cameras are also much more expensive by comparison to the more pedestrian commodity cameras. The point of this discourse is to have you engage a security designer who can properly advise you of which cameras and servers to buy for a specific application. Otherwise, you're probably going to have a false sense of security when your video footage shows the crime but doesn't show enough detail to result in justice. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.